You are listening to the Think Brick Australia podcast. Think Brick Australia represents the clay, brick and paver manufacturers of Australia. Brick by Brick, our podcast will discuss technical information and architectural case studies with special guests. I'm your host, Elizabeth McIntyre, the CEO of Think Brick Australia. Today, we're joined by Matthew Ching, who started, I think, just over six months ago as an intern with Think Brick. And the reason I've invited Matthew to speak to us today is I'd love to hear some of his reflections on why he decided to apply for an internship here and his experience with Thinking Bricks. But before we do that, Matthew, welcome. Do you have another use for a brick that was not its intended purpose. Yeah, so growing up, my father was a mechanic and he would always try to get me and tag along into his mechanical projects, which mostly involved fixing a car. And so the way that we would use a brick was as chocks, just to ensure that the car doesn't roll away or have any movements. He was always a huge advocate for safety. Yeah, that, that's I guess that's my, that's my creative use for a brick. And hopefully he didn't need those to come in to play very often. I'm sure it might have, but (laughs) we would never have known because the brick held the the car in place. So it was all great. So Matthew, tell me a little bit about what you're studying and and how you came to apply for an internship at ThinkBrick. So I'm studying civil engineering right now. And what brought me to ThinkBrick Australia was a good friend of mine, Keanu Andrews. Um, he was actually featured on a previous podcast uh, for Driving, driveway, driveways. driveways. That's right. Yes. Driveways. Yes. His enthusiasm for clay masonry sort of drew me in. At uni, we didn't really have the opportunity to delve into masonry that much. When looking around at houses and, and even commercial buildings, there's a, there's a lot of it. And I was surprised and sort of hungry to learn more about this this product that I haven't learned of as of yet. And so it was, yeah, a huge incentive. Again, I was really eager to find out more and, and that's what drove me to, to apply. And Matthew, we've loved your contribution so far. So just in terms of, it's a big transition moving mm. from studying to actually full-time work. What have you noticed about the changes or the transition from the application of structures to what you're learning here at ThinkBreak? Definitely at uni, we were always being taught the sort of design concepts and and the way that you would go about it. And we would, of course, we always um, referred to the industry documents, but never to a point where it it defined almost everything and every sort of calculation that, that we do here using the Australian standards, the National Construction Code, all of this was very lightly touched upon at uni. And during my time at Think Brick Australia, I got a more in-depth look and a more enriching sort of feel to, to, to these documents. What would you say would be the most challenging thing that you've found? Oh, that's a good question. The most challenging thing I reckon would be working with people who don't have the same background as me, sort of getting that idea and that concept across the technical concepts rather, getting them across to people who don't have that background is difficult and it's, it's also rather enriching. It really shows that what I understand and how I understand things is a lot different to how other people will interpret it. An example of this was for a Brick Archers fact sheet. I was working very, very closely with the graphics team here at Think Brick and just explaining to them and, and how I wanted everything to look and feel was 
very different, very, very different to, to university. And it's interesting, isn't it? You know, the brick arches have become so popular ever since Koichi Takada did that beautiful ARC project and won our Horbury Hunt Commercial Award. And we do get a lot of technical inquiries about that. And you were very enthusiastic and passionate about that fact sheet. So, Matthew, what have you found in developing that fact sheet? And I'm just going to do a small dive with you a little bit later. What were the challenging things that you discovered? Yeah, so the fact sheets were meant for architects and builders just as a, as a starting point for discussion. And so I needed to really delve in and see how they see things and, and how they would interpret the information. And so a lot of it was synthesizing extremely technical data and extremely technical points into something that is easily digestible by architects and also Again, the, like the builders who are going to be constructing these brick arches. Yeah, just translating super difficult topics and, and concepts into simpler bite-sized chunks is, is definitely the, the, the most difficult part, yeah. And it feels so simple when you see the end result, but you don't really know until you're in, in it how hard it is to make complex things very, very simple. Yeah, it always is. It always is. <laughs> just looking at the Brick Arches fact sheet, just take me through a few of the standards that that encompasses that you had to sort of touch on. So the Brick Arches or Brick Arches in general are touched on in two standards under the Australian standards, AS3700, uh, masonry structures, and also AS4773.2, masonry in small buildings. For the most part, AS3700 really doesn't define a brick arch and sort of defaults it to a structural engineer and how they would design it and how they would interpret it. And that's but, often the problem with our inquiries because the Australian standards cover so much but then not so much in detail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly right. And I guess it is a sort of more complex design feature and I, it is sort of understandable. But the good news is, is that in AS4773.2, it does have some design specifications for smaller arches in smaller buildings. And I guess that's the reason because of that is that it will be a little bit easier to implement those. And of course, we can't forget the NCC, which is the document that underpins all masonry construction. And even this document, I didn't even know this existed until now. It really doesn't get touched upon in uni. And so it, it's great to find out these, these things, yeah. Do you know, a couple of years ago for one of my speeches at the awards night, I researched actually the Duomo in Florence and how that was constructed. And back then they used to look at brick arches and they'd test them by basically doing an arch and then running away and seeing whether it collapsed or not. So I'm really glad that we've evolved from that. So, Matthew, what tips would you give students studying civil engineering with regards to internships? Yeah, that's a great question, Elizabeth. So my tips for any aspiring engineers is to take every opportunity available to you. Like learn as many skills as you can, because anything that you do learn is easily translatable to every aspect of your life and even studying right now. Uh, for example, for me, I never thought that I would be answering so many technical brick related inquiries. And I was afraid at first, I'll be honest but it really did help my communication skills. So in summary, seize every opportunity and indulge in every experience. So Matthew, how is the experience working different from that and learning in the lecture theatre? Yeah, it's, it's really a different sort of experience. A lot more hands-on. The key thing also is that we actually work externally with members, whereas at uni would always be sort of within the classroom 
and and your first point of contact would be your tutor or your or your lecturer but here if there's something that you don't know we could reach out to other engineers from other companies and and ask for their feedback and it gives us an, an enormous variety of responses and and the diversity enriches the responses that we can make ourselves and so i guess that that would be one of the key things just knowing more people and knowing more people from different backgrounds as well and establishing your networks and establishing your networks or as always yes matthew you have been a wonderful contributor to the team here and we've loved your enthusiasm for not just brick arches but beyond that so thank you so much for joining us today thank you for having me if you have enjoyed this podcast please follow rate and review our podcast we are always looking for new ways to think brick if you have an idea of what you'd like to hear about there's a link in our show notes to let us know